0: What do I want? It's a question that everyone eventually has to ask themselves. The key motivator for every action taken. The cause behind every effect. So, what do I want? I wanna go to a sporting event in every major venue. I wanna grow within my relationships with my friends and my family. I want the freedom to create without the fear of failure. I want to dream without being hindered by reality. I want to chase new passions, new experiences, and new goals. I want Old Milk to branch out of the box and try new things. I'm accomplishing some of these goals right now, and I know what I need to do to achieve the rest of them. However, the one thing you should take away from this commercial is, I want you to buy Old Milk merch. I am completely flabbergasted by what I witnessed watching the Baltimore Ravens and the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, the, I the, didn't. Yeah, let me know what happened.
1: I didn't see anything this morning.
0: <laughs> The So the Ravens were up, I want to say 20 to 3, and it got cut to 20 to 10 at halftime. Then the Ravens couldn't really move the ball much. Uh, Lamar kind of... Lamar had some good throws, but they just weren't caught. He also had some bad throws. He had one pick. He had two picks for the game. One pick I didn't see. The second one came uh, in the closing seconds of the game on a fourth and goal when there's like two minutes left. And yeah. me being, I guess, me being the all-knowing football IQ guy is saying take the points the whole time and – while I see how it developed, how the play was developing and how Lamar probably could have made a better throw, you could have prevented, as John Harbaugh, by taking the points, knowing that you have the best kicker of all time, you could have, one, prevented a, a Lamar, INT, and two, you could have put more pressure on the Buffalo Bills, who, aside from a few seconds or a few drives in the second half, weren't really doing much with the offense in the first place. So yeah. the fact they lose by three points is infuriating to me when you could have just took the three points and not had this like you could have had the game more in your control and I don't understand this whole um analytical driven I don't care what situation it is fourth and goal in the first quarter or fourth and goal with a minute left we're going for it and we're going to score this touchdown it's like what happened to the whole concept of great is the enemy of the good here
1: I feel like hang on I feel like analytics would tell you the opposite i feel like analytics would tell you to take the field goal yeah. i feel like that call is more of a this football brother
0: yeah i mean
1: this is like i i see both sides because mm-hmm. there's like yeah you have justin tucker but also it's like i feel pretty good even though like the result at this point like i feel pretty good fourth goal with the ball in lamar's hands yeah even like considering the result like if the same thing happened next week it depending on the situation but i'd still be like yeah fuck it like you yeah. are one of the four or five best players in the nfl like
0: yeah i'm going down you know what i mean it's like i'm going down with you like however it goes like i I feel that i'm just saying like the well first of all the reason why the analytics will technically agree with the idea of going fourth and goal is because before it was looked upon as you should never do this ever like the chances of you converting this are very slim don't do this okay And now the chances are like 50-50, which are – like it's not – it's still not a slam dunk, but it's significantly higher than what it was expected to be or what it was thought to be. So that's why the analytics are um, on the side of um, trying to score the touchdown. And I get what you mean with the whole – um lamar jackson is one of the best players in the world one of the best players we've ever seen etc cetera, etc cetera. i call him the goat like obviously and you kind of trolled me a little bit talk about yo whenever you're done watching the goat losing we could we could record this <laughs> which is really funny oh i mean he's he's won
1: besides his mvp he has won nothing and is not on any sort of goat trek. great um, football player no really he um, hasn't though he has taken um, no steps towards I, being the greatest have you of all seen time. the team
0: around him the whole time i don't care Okay. Well, if we're if we're just not gonna be able to come to a common ground to begin this discussion, then I guess I'm just gonna punt it. Um, or kick it. Tom Brady, want, it like Tom Brady won. Like a
1: unanimous MVP with Dion Branch as his number one. I don't ever want to hear it.
0: Is 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 it even remotely plausible for me to include John Harbaugh in the same sentence as Bill Belichick? Yeah, he's John
1: Harbaugh's got uh, what? He's got a ring. He's got 15 years of NFL
0: experience. Like I don't want to. Lamar's an MVP. It's two different. It's pick, too, it is what it is. It's two different conversations. No one's ever gonna say like, yikes. No one's ever gonna say John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh is comparable to uh, Bill Belichick. Nobody's gonna say that. And I like John Harbaugh. He seems like a good locker room guy, but sometimes his 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 thought process is questionable a lot of the time. And sometimes it works out for him, and sometimes it doesn't. Like today. Um, but I just hey. think that you have to kick the you have to take the points just, here just win something first okay okay you, i can't yo. at some I point
1: that's that's hey he's great he is one of the Mac most is, talented yo. football players i've ever seen
0: uh huh. I don't. We're not talking about mac Jones. <laughs> I'm just saying that the cliff is coming, and you guys are gonna have a whole well, period cliff. Of it already.
1: It's not a cliff. It's just a no, slow roll down a hillside, and it no. has been for <laughs> three years now. It's like no. It's like a real pathetic. Like oh, and they got up last year, and you thought they were gonna turn and walk back up the hill, and then all of a sudden they fell down again. <laughs> it's like <laughs> the cliff. Well, yeah. I'm glad it's or, gonna happen I'm glad it's happening. My favorite about the cliff is that it wasn't like there was six Super Bowls in
0: in our lifetime. No, I mean, they're what? That's that's why it's a cliff. Like, you guys are so – um it's almost expected that you guys make the playoffs each year, and then you don't. It's like –
1: Yeah, but it wasn't. They had happened? 20 years of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick together, and that's the only
0: good period in Patriots history. That's basically – what is that? Like, aside from four years, that's basically your whole life. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I fully agree. <laughs> so, that <then, laughs> – We're on the Except same page. It's a cliff, at least to you. Like, uh, hey.
1: They had a COVID year, they went seven and nine. That is what it is, made the playoffs, and then this year Mac got hurt. It is like it's just a slow. slow how long death. is he out for? He seemed to be like out for a while. And Bill Belichick's like, that give me like two to three days to get you back day out there. And he was like, Yeah. <laughs> like and Mac's like, I'm hurt. And Bill's like, We'll see how hurt you are. Day to day. <laughs> He's like, We got the we got the
0: best medical care in the world right here in Boston, Mac. Yep. Young McCorkle. Did you did you see the uh, press conference where they were like, so is it a high ankle sprain? And he's like, well, I I'm not a doctor, I'm not an ortho orthopedic person or whatever day to day. And they were like, well, the doctors talk to you. And he's like, well, I'm not them. So, yeah, typical. Hey, he's not wrong. <laughs> do your jo- that's a man that takes do your job literally, like literally, and this whole thing about quiet quitting or whatever like that. Bill Belichick was the first quiet quitter, let's be honest. The, the first one to just meet the requirements of the his, job.
1: He wrote his resignation yeah. to the Jets after, like, a day on a napkin.
0: <laughs> a I game. mean, have you seen that organization? Sorry. I'm, uh, hey. I wouldn't want to be there Smart either. Smart guy. Smart guy. <laughs> you know? You know where, you where I do it? want to be, though? Where? L.A. Yeah. No, L.A. LA is nice. You know, they got um, they have a really good football team. They also have really good rappers. I don't know if you've um, – heard of this guy uh yg have you heard of him i have oh wow see you know um this is the cat podcast episode 321 i am your host nate sprung with my co-host taylor mcleod thank you for watching on youtube and listening on spotify apple podcast amazon music Stitcher, and more do us a favor hit the like button subscribe to the channel not now but at some point or now honestly it's up to you it's up to your discretion like whenever we'll just be like thank you we'll we'll take the thank you now you can put it in your pocket and then when you hit the button, then you can be like, all right, cool, we did this. Um, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Old Milk Media, and check out the Old Milk Spins playlist on Spotify and YouTube, and check out all the Old Milk content on oldmoke.co. That being said, Taylor, um, how are you doing today?
1: Really can't complain. It's still, still kind of hot out here, which it is what it is. It's not like, it's not, you know, it's not triple digits or anything. But we're still, still hovering around 80, but. I guess that's what I get for moving to California, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, if you move to California, you're expecting cold weather. I don't really know what to say to you, I guess. No, we had like two weeks of real fall in like <laughs> like early September. And then it was like, real ah, fall. That was ah. false fall. That's what True. that was. You I like gotta, that false fall. Yeah. False fall, you know? I mean, you know, since it's YG, one of the best West Coast rappers, we got to we gotta kind of try our best here. Um, I agree. You know, like we're, we're talking about YG. I got issues. Everybody got issues, but in this situation, YG is the one with issues. 14 tracks long, 49 minutes long as well, featuring Mozzie, d three season, Dookie, uh Coco, Kuko. I if I'm mispronouncing that, I'm sorry, but you did really good on your feature. So there's that. Uh J. Cole, Moneybag Yo, Her, Roddy Rich, Post Malone, and Nas. Taylor, what did you think about YG's I Got Issues?
1: Uh, this is a really, really good album. And that's kind of like a basic, basic assessment of things. But it is like I was YG always puts out really good, really good music. And he's been doing it for a really long time. So it's not a surprise. But where where hip hop used to be super regional and you there was a distinct sound to everybody. It's not so much like that anymore. Like we, everybody knows where everyone's from still. But it's like you move to Miami, you move to Atlanta, or you move to L.A. Pretty much at this point, that's kind of what it feels like. Like all the rappers moved to one of those cities and then you eh, the sound kind of gets gets all things sound a little bit more generic when that happens. But YG has the distinct advantage of being from L.A., which was one of the, you know, four or five like pioneer cities for this for this genre. And he he is still very much able to hold on to that sound that la sound that classic la sound like i think the first half of this album really really sounds like a a quintessential like like los angeles album but he's just so talented that he's able to take these influences from other places and really like create a full project so it, it's like a 2022 la album and not like an artist who lives in la album like it's like an artist who's from there and you can hear it which yeah. is this- obviously all we all we could ever ask for from a lot of these artists nowadays
0: yeah i, I want to start off by i guess apologizing to yg because i had no expectations for this album at all and i i enjoyed this album way more than i expected to i don't even know why i didn't have any expectations for him i think it's because well he's not really a rapper that's really visible it's really he's really more of a like he's visible from here and there but like you kind of forget about him because he kind of releases his great music and leaves, um, similar to other artists, but he's just not on the level of like a Kendrick or a Drake who can do that, or even a J. Cole who can do that and is consistently gonna be on the minds of everybody. But he's a, he's definitely a step below, like he, he has classics, he has anything that you would consider successful for a hip hop artist um, who's been in the game for 10 plus years, YG has. Um, so yeah, I just want to start off by saying this album is really good, might be my favorite album from all the releases that I've heard so far. Um, as Taylor said, the heavy, um, Los Angeles feel to the album, like YG isn't in a rapper who has, um, tried to search out or seek out a new sound. He's just continuously stayed in his lane and when he has, uh, needed to he's evolved with his sound and continue to do that over and over again. And this album is no different. Um, I also like the, I think the one thing that kind of makes this album, that gives this album its streak of LA-ness, if you will, is aside from the lyrics or aside from YG's rapping, it's the little moments of, latinx influence in the beats like the trumpets and having dookie and kuko on a song and having i forget which one but one of them has their verse in spanish like having that influence to respect not just hip-hop culture in la or in that region but just all the culture like the rich culture of music that is um known to be from that region um Which I really appreciated. I enjoyed that. Um, additionally, I really love YG again, is one of the best rappers of our of our lifetime. And he doesn't really get the credit he deserves. Um, and I think it's shown multiple times on based on the uh the lyrics that he has that he um just like randomly says, like on uh maniac, he's like the way I Mac hoes, I should be sponsored by Apple. Come on, that's a bar. Um, walk in best dressed, I ain't no kid cuddy. Come on. On Scared Money, that's a bar. Um, Found out she couldn't sing without auto-tune, had to leave her. That's not a bar, but it's just funny. (laughs) Um, What else do we have here? We have, oh, and also the way that he kind of flips old time um, hip hop legendary songs like he did on, uh, what's the song called? Drink to This. Um, He flips the whole fuck your bitch in the clicky claim. I'm a West Side Rider come equipped with flame obviously that's a flip on the probably the most infamous Tupac line of all time, um, on hit him up. And additionally, um, he has, he pays homage to Jay Z with a song as I'm looking through, as I'm looking for through my notes on, uh, no love. He pays a, he pays uh homage to that with heart of the city kind of mimicking or kind of interpolating that hook into his hook on this 2022 song. Um, also, additionally, I think from Scared Money, I think Scared Money is where the um, album really starts to shine. And all the way to the end, it's like what the Mavericks did to the Suns in Game 7. Like, it's just, yeah. there's no competition there at all. Um, overall, like, I could keep going and going. I think one more line that I have to point out before I hand it back to you, Taylor, is on Killer Cali, um, the way that he's referencing all the tragedy, that ha- all the hip-hop tragedy, specifically that happens in the West Coast, Um, where he's like, from the city where legends get haloed in Los Angeles, we lost angels. Like that's a bar too. So overall, the the bars are Teflon, the verses are Teflon. Also the musicality that he shows, his ability to carry a song, to have Roddy Rich and Post Malone on a melodic track and be the melodic presence on the hook and nobody question it is really impressive as well. So overall, this is just another step for one of the greatest artists of the 2010s.
1: Yeah. And I think YG, he's not an underground legend because he's not underground. You know what I mean? Like he's had enough songs that are big enough where it's like this is not an underground artist. But like he's a real legend like in this in, in legend doesn't have to be Hove. It doesn't have to be Kendrick. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be this like whatever thing this. This album, I think the first six songs until Scared Money, like we were saying, I think those six songs are start out like a real like celebration of YG. Yeah. They're not like though he's not like, you know, barring up. He it's not the most like lyrical songs in the world. But there's that that LA bounce, like you said, that musicality, and you're like, all right, I can get into this. And it kind of it's like you're you're enjoying listening to it and you're in invested enough at that point from and then from seven on, it's like he's really rapping in a way that I I can't remember like there's moments on every project, but I can't remember this this long of a stretch on a project where like the whole back half is really him just like like rapping. And and to hear him not so much like it, it's not a it's not a reliant a reliance on the instrumental, but he's definitely an artist that the the music sometimes is like what you remember almost more than the specific stuff but like the, the the back half of this project yg is proving himself as an incredibly talented mc which obviously we've we've all known him to be that and this project and the way it flows through the back half it it really makes me miss nipsey yeah like those two being you know what i mean like making music together i read nipsey's book a couple months ago and him talking about yg and like the talent that's there and the real care for hip-hop and i had the same two notes about drink to this and no love like interpolating Jay-Z in Pac and it's not just like a West Coast thing it's not just like a it's a real like student of of hip-hop thing and YG is at an age where it's similar to Drake it's similar to Kendrick it's similar to Cole where they came up in an era where like before they were even rapping when like the rappers that we consider like legends that when we were learning about it, it's like these are the legends they were starting to rap when they were at legend status so it's like paying homage to them and taking influence for them in a, in a way that's not in a way that doesn't feel corny. And also in a way that really acknowledges the importance of those songs and those artists, because we, we listen to a lot of music now and there's nothing wrong with it. Like generations are going to pass and I don't expect rappers younger than me and you at 24. You know what I mean? We have like 18 year old, I don't expect an 18 year old kid to be taking lines from the blueprint Or or hit them up from 1996 and, you know, mixing them into there. If they do it, great. That's awesome. But YG, to hear him still, like, paying homage. And really, like, I was so impressed by the back half of this album. Like, you – it's not that I went into it with no expectation. I I expected a good album because it's YG and that's what he does. Mm -hmm. But I was blown away by the raps on the second half of this album. And just how smart he is. Like, using her on Go Dumb, like – when her and YG have collabed before on slide, like they make great music together, but understanding how to use Roddy rich and post Malone, like Roddy rich, obviously people are like, Oh, he fell off. He fell off, which is such a young man's take in my opinion, where it's like, yeah, it's, and it's judging people based off like, Oh, well there was no, there was no, the box and live life fast. So it's this, it's not shit. And it's like, well, that's not, that's not really how it works. But like understanding... that's not
0: roddy sound in the first place. No.
1: And understanding how <laughs> to use Roddy Rich where he he can rap so well but he's also really really nice like when he's like singing a little bit more. And honestly, I kind of was listening to it and I'm thinking that kid Leroy might be taking some like real influence from Roddy Rich. I don't listen to kid Leroy a lot but mm-hmm. like what does like get through the noise to me sounds a lot like when Roddy Rich like gets real high with his voice. And then I mean post Post Malone, he's like such a polarizing artist at this point, where he came up as one thing, and now he's like this real soft spoken, like you know what I mean, like this gentle, like whatever. When it wasn't like that four or five years ago, but I I think that YG did a good job just of understanding how to use an artist like Post Malone, because I think I think Post Malone is at his certainly at his best when it's melodic and it's not him trying to bend melody into like hip hop songs. Yeah, so I think this whole project really shows an understanding of, of YG as an artist from himself, but also understanding like where to put features and how to use those features. And the only issue I had with any feature on this was J Cole saying that they, pu- they put his clips on sports center, like they're like their highlights. It's like, no, you're one of the biggest rappers in the world. Like, <laughs> it pro basketball. like it's the only reason that they're using your, your clips on SportsCenter. center. Which is fine. Like that's yeah. great. It's really cool what you're doing. Like I've never, besides like, you know, Master P, I've never really seen someone go the opposite way. I've seen a lot of basketball players rap. And very few rappers who like hit 30 before right and they're like Yeah. And then they're like, you know, I'm gonna go play I'm gonna go play professional basketball on multiple continents. So it's like but it's like that's why you're on, on Sports Center, Jermaine.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know if I can call call you Jermaine. But, <laughs>
0: Jermaine. Um, Cole. Germain. anyway, um, I think I like everything that you said I agree with. I I think that it all lends to, why do you really took his time with this? And I think it just really shows from how every feature is utilized. I also appreciate, one more thing I forgot, um, the use of Be Happy on Toxic by Mary J. Blige. Um, that sample is amazing as well. I, I, I don't know how I forgot to, um, Say that, but beautiful use of that as well. Um, also, I think one song I do want to talk about is because it reminds me of one of YG's more underrated talents is I think it's a storytelling. Um, How to Rob a Rapper is a really, really good, vivid, painted picture of, I guess, how to rob a rapper. Um, it kind of reminds me of songs off uh, my crazy life, like "Meet the Flockers" and like tracks like that. That also paint that picture of um, people doing bad things, I guess, but like not um, incriminatingly. If you if you uh, see what I'm trying to say, um, but I really like that song. I also like the Mozzie and the D Three Season feature as well. Um, I think that that's probably aside from obviously my favorites that's probably like the one song that i left out of my favorites that like i could probably easily include in there as well um yeah also the background vocals on alone amazing as well just overall it's it's a it's a real production you know like every everything hits the way it's supposed to hit and you can see the intentionality behind it and it just shows you once again why YG is in the same in the same boat, if not a tier lower than some of the modern 2010 legends that we have right now.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of the time I treat, I don't like to think of, like, music the same way I think of basketball because it's not the same, but, like, they're easy. They're easy, especially when it comes to, like, artists being in the I, – I, the only time I ever really compare is in terms of, like, age. You yeah. know what I mean? In terms of, like – when a rapper is, like, hitting 26-27, like we saw with Vince, where he has a decade or, uh, you know, close to a decade of experience now, where, like, you know, basketball players come in at 18-19, and by the time they're 26-27, it's not just, like, the prime of their physical abilities. It's also, like, the, the, the mental side of things. And YG is, like, you know, past that point. But I like to – the other area that I like to kind of compare the two is, like, when – other artists talk about an artist in a very high way i'm way more likely to not necessarily fall line, but like do my research i am yeah. i'm much more likely to invest myself in that artist because if all their contemporaries if all their peers are talking to them in in such a high way then obviously there's something there like it, it's similar when i mean you just hear it a lot i mean like y- a lot of people have shouted out YG. They've gotten on songs with YG. I mean, like, it, it's Kendrick from LA. Drake's obviously been on music with him. You got Cole here. Like, Nipsey was super close to YG. So it's like, all this stuff, it's like, yeah, he is he is one of them. Like, he's never going to be a member of that big three. And that big three is solidified. And I don't yeah. really think anyone will, for this era, Drake, Cole, Kendrick, no one is touching those three. and It just solidified. Like, that's been since we were, juniors in high school sophomores yeah. in high school that people yeah. have really felt like that so it's never going to be like that but he's a legend in his own right and i think this this project shows just his his prowess and his his prolificness and ability to really really put these projects together and just be a staple in hip-hop and with a song like how to rob a rapper i know that some people are going to be like oh my god because of like recent events with pmb rock and then even going back to pop smoke but it's like this is, it goes back to YG being from there and understand it's like a different level of understanding. And it's not, it's not like so much of the music that we hear today and there's nothing wrong with this, but where you hear these really vague, you know what I mean? It's not even stories. It's just like allusions to all this stuff. And, And that's fine. And like, it's, it's part of the music we love and the part of the music we listen to every day, but similar to like, like a Meek Mills, like Tony story series, where it's like a real story it's it's into it it's not it's not like a two degrees outside of it it is very much like in it it reminds me a little bit of how how boldy james is rapping right now where it's like it's like no here i'm not gonna say anything that will get me or anybody in trouble but it's still gonna paint an actual picture an actual story for you to take it
0: yeah you might you might like this comparison i'd say that while we have the big three solidified, I say uh, if we're comparing it to the 08 Celtics, YG would be Rondo. Yeah, very, very yeah, important. That's a, but his his that's importance is overlooked sometimes. Um, uh, in both scenario, Rondo scenario and YG scenario. But um, that being said, what are your favorite tracks?
1: I really like Issues the opener. I really like Toxic, uh, No Love, Drink to This, and No Weapon. With
0: yeah, Nas. Um, I'm going to say How to Rob a Rapper, Toxic, and then Scared Money, No Love, Sober, Drink to This, No Weapon, and Alone.
1: Killacalli is really beautiful, too, honestly. Yeah, like him, him singing it and then, like, dropping back into the rap verses, that's really nice, too. Yeah. A it's, good, it's a good way to end this project.
0: Masterclass only way to
1: describe it really
0: um thank you for watching the cat podcast this has been episode 321 share your thoughts on yg's i got issues in the comments below do us a favor hit the like button and subscribe to the channel follow us on instagram twitter and tiktok at old milk media check out the old milk Sense Playlist on spotify and youtube and check out all the old milk content on old milk.co we will be back when hip-hop tells us to be which means next episode so uh stick around for that and we will see you on the other side thank you for watching Thank you, guys.